Welcome back to the Why So Series Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Uh, Devin and Mike are here as usual, and Rashad will probably be joining us soon. Uh, but you heard the music. We're back for another Star Wars Rewind. And today we are reviewing Star Wars Episode 6, uh, Return of the Jedi, after a daring mission to rescue Han Solo from Jabba the Hutt. The Rebels dispatched to Endor to destroy the second Death Star. Meanwhile, Luke struggles to help Darth Vader back from the dark side without falling into the Emperor's trap. Um, Mike, actually, we never start with Mike. Devin, what'd you uh, what'd you think about Return of the Jedi? It is my favorite Star Wars movie, other than uh, Force Awakens. Um, yeah, I love I love it. All the all the good things you want, you get Princess Leia in her outfit. Um, you get the you get Jabba. Um, first of all, the way Jabba dies is just this weak. The way people die in this in this movie is trash, but it is 1982, I believe. Uh, so I'll let it slide. But it's I, it's my favorite movie. Um, I always enjoy the Ewoks. Um, that, I mean, I feel like they're they're like uh, a representation of Africa and shit. They're here for your entertainment. And um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that now. But yeah, I, I always enjoy watching this movie. Mike? Um, I don't think we have any like OG prequel stands on the show. I think we're all, all of our people are up with the times. But I mean, the the, <laughs> the original trilogy is like, it's good. It served its purpose for me. But every time, and I'm going to speak more on a, a lot of points that reflect the trilogy as a whole because I missed A New Hope and Empire. Hold on, but, hold on, hold on. Before you talk about this, you watched both of those, so what'd you think? Well, it's kind of what I was about to say right here is uh, every time I watch these movies, right, so as someone who has tried to immerse himself in as much of Star Wars as I, as I have been able to, I think <laughs> the Luke Skywalker is by far the worst Jedi in the entire Star Wars universe. Everyone gives me – people. there's some He's people better than Anakin. He's better foul. than Anakin. No, he's a better person than Anakin. He's I'm talking skill. Oh, he's okay. awful. He's so bad. Trained by Yoda, still awful. But uh He I didn't mean, stay long. I am and that's by comparison. He does like the bare minimum that a Jedi should do, I feel like, if you take into account like everything. Now in the expanded universe, which isn't canon anymore, he did a lot more. He was like a general and there was like all this stuff going on. But I mean, I like um A New Hope is good. I think the second half is is uh, sure. it, it, the problem that I have with these movies, and it's not their fault. See, this is the thing. A lot of my problems with the original trilogy is not their fault because it's like a timing thing. Like, it just doesn't feel like they didn't know at the time that these things were going to be these big, like, icons that they were, that there are now. So, like, when they blow up the Death Star twice, twice, it's just not a big deal. It doesn't feel like a big deal. It's just like, hey, we did it. Cool. Let's move on. Or like when Darth Vader walks on screen for the first time, the movie doesn't make it feel like it's a big deal. And it's not their fault. But like it is a big deal. Because like when he appears on things rec- in recent like years, it's like this big terrifying thing. But like he just, you know. He was, so I, mean, I like, of him. Right, right, I like right. the original trilogy in the sense that they started this whole world and they like started this whole thing. But I think my favorite parts of Star Wars are everything outside of not just the original trilogy, but all the episodic movies. 
Brandon, how did you feel? Oh my bad, Mike. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. How did y'all both feel about watching on Disney Plus and then seeing Hayden Christensen at the end? Because that's I've seen that added. version before. Hold on. I didn't notice that. Where did they show Hayden Christensen when they did the Force Ghost? Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> that oh I was like, gosh, I did not that, notice that. That shit fucked me up. I was like, what am I looking at? I was like, okay, uh, that's definitely Anakin. <laughs> also, <laughs> the other thing that I can't help but to think about is, so it's been confirmed that the Emperor is going to be in Episode Nine. That's not a spoiler. So he must be one old dude, because like he's like. Not not the actor, but like the age wise. I mean, no, the actor, no, yeah. actor is seventy. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the Phantom Menace, the beginning chronologically, he's like an older guy. He's probably like sixty something. Correct. Right? He's from Naboo, so he's a human. He's not like Yoda, who can live like eight hundred years. Nine hundred. Yeah. So the the original trilogy, and then there's a ten year jump. So he must be like seventy something in two and three, which is like another like three years. So he's he's like eighty. <laughs> By the end of episode, but he's also a Sith Lord, though. So he's a Sith Lord, but then, 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 well, then we, hold on. We're thirty years from Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, I'm starting at the beginning. I'm putting him at like let's let's be generous. Let's give him fifty five years old at Phantom Menace. He's definitely older than that. But Phantom Menace, fifty five years old. Ten years past Attack of the Clones, sixty five years old. Five years past, seventy years old. <laughs> and then you get like. Luke's a baby. We picture him maybe 18, 20. We'll give him 20. What are we at? 80 years old? 90 years old? 90 years old. Mm-hmm. By the beginning of, of A New Hope, which takes place, I assume, I, I've never really figured out the timing here, because most of like the extended stuff takes place between like 3 and 4 or 2 and 3, but I would say that's another like, another good like couple, maybe we... <sighs> I mean, I don't know how long Luke is supposed to be on Dag, but that's other thing. Movies make it feel like it's very quick. Like, this all happens very quickly. The time, Even in Episode 3, though, the timing was bad. Like, Padme was pregnant, pregnant, and then she just had her babies at the end of the movie. So that's just nine months. I'll give it five years. I'll say five years. 95. And then the new trilogy takes place, like, another 30 years yeah, after. 30 this dude's, years like, 115 years old. 125 years old. I mean, he's going to look it, then. He's definitely going to look it. What, what if he's just a Force ghost in the movie? No, I think so. If you watch the Clone Wars, they kind of go into how to live forever, uh, which Brandon didn't watch because he's a fake fan. Yeah. But uh, you have—that's like the purest of the pure, like the the light. Now, something that is not that they don't address is there's no way Anakin will be able to do that <laughs> because, uh, like he he just he like how how does that even make sense? If you look, if you pay attention in Episode Three. When Order 66 happens and Obi-Wan and Yoda are with the babies and they're talking about going into exile, Yoda's like, I need to talk to you. And Obi-Wan's like, what? So why does like, Anakin look like that under the mask? What do you mean? When we saw him at Mustafar, he wasn't fucking white. Well, he was scabbed. So I think what happens is, I mean, this has been a long time since Mustafar. It's been like 30 to 40, 50 years. So his scabs must have healed over in the back of the tank. And then he hasn't hit sunlight. Right. That makes sense. Like, he hasn't been outside of the suit. He must be pale and sweaty. Yeah, God, is gross. Kind of makes I sense. That... And the way the way he fucking dies, what? He got his arm cut off. So, I mean, it's cauterized. I mean, Luke cut his arm off, which is well, so, hilarious. That's annoying, too, because I guess they're going with the fact that his mask was off, but, like, his mask has been damaged. Like, 
in Rebels, Vader and Ahsoka fight, and she damages his mask. Like, it's still on, but there's a crack in it, and he's breathing heavier. Like, I don't know. I mean, the Emperor shocked him, too, so that might have short-circuited his... Now, the Emperor's death is even worse, <laughs> because he just, like... I'm actually oh, glad no. he's, he's back, because, like... Wow, he you should get, be you know, dead. Kind of... He fell 8,000 feet into nothing. <laughs> no, but in Star Wars canon, Maul... I'll always go back to this. There's... It, I didn't think about this before they Maul should be dead too. Back. But Maul got cut in half, and the, he was so strong with the dark side of the Force that he was able to survive for ten years. But that doesn't even a, make any sense. No, it kind of makes sense though in the Star Wars universe. How does that make like, sense he, in the Star Wars universe? He drove himself insane and like just off dark side power, almost getting drunk off of it, just trying to stay alive until his brother found him. Brought him back to death. But he didn't just get cut in half. He got cut in half and got dropped into oblivion. It's the dark side, I guess. But if he can survive, there's no way. My point is, regardless of how. And when the. Hold up. And when the Emperor fell, he didn't just fall. He He fell and then the shit blew up. Yeah. Okay, but my point is, regardless (laughs) of the ridiculousness of Maul's death, if Maul. My point is, if Maul can survive something like that, the Emperor can survive something like this. And the other thing is, too. (laughs) <laughs> he picks him up like the way Vader picks him up is just hilarious. Why didn't he force throw him right? And just throws him over the railing, yeah. and the Emperor is just like, Ugh. how come nobody else can do the electricity like the Emperor? Uh, Dooku can do it. Vader can't do it because he doesn't have any limbs. He doesn't have like it doesn't go through his. Uh... Uh, this isn't a comic. This is explained in a comic. Vader is incapable of doing force lightning. Uh. You yeah, have to be really, really force strong. lightning only for the dark side. Yes, so that's je- fucked up. Jedi's yeah. can't do force lightning. No, no but Jedi's can kind of do. Jedi's and Sith each have their own like abilities. I mean, but if if people if if uh the Sith can force throw, why the fuck can't and then Jedi can force throw? What what is the the Jedi special? How come thing? Luke never force throws? Luke is the worst Jedi in the his in the Star Wars universe. Force I'm gonna get hate for that. People like I've been saying that to people at work, and I, I forget that not everyone's reasonable like you two. And they're like, "Luke is the best." With Last Jedi was garbage, and I'm like, "You're garbage." What? It's all <laughs> like <laughs> Luke is awful. But uh, you, they can do like I think Jedi mind trick is something that only they can do. Uh, underrated ability, by the way, that'd be very useful. Uh, I swear to God, it never do works. Thing. He couldn't even get it to work on Java. Well, it only works on the weak-minded. Jabba's a criminal Also, syndicate. here's another question. Why, how is Jabba the Hutt such a dangerous man? He can't do shit. It's not him. It's his people. Money. How'd he get those people? He got so money. They don't, they, don't, they don't show this in the, in the movie again, but Brent, I mean, but Devin and I know from the Clone Wars, uh, there's the Hutt clan, is a, there's a bunch, of, a bunch of people that look like him, and they all have all this money, and they have all, like, people, like, so they they say they mentioned I think in one of the movies where it's like hut controlled space like the huts are so powerful they literally have entire systems under their control and they have like armies that they're just dispos- armies of criminals that they're dispos- the huts are the I think they're like the Saudi Arabians of, of Star Wars universe yeah they're supposed to be regarded as the, like the mafia you know like the like you don't mess with them because like you're on their bad side you're a dead man I mean he even says in a New Hope it's like Han. You don't pay me my money. You're not going to be able to go near a civilized world. Okay, there's another thing. I got a lot of questions here today. Um, <laughs> how the hell did Han Solo survive being in Carbonite? I can answer that. So, you know why they did that? 
Why? Harrison Ford did not like being Han Solo. He didn't like it. And at the end of A New Hope and Empire, he wasn't sure if he was going to come back. After A New Hope, it was more reasonable because, like, it was just the first movie. After the second one, they were like, all right, well, we got to have a reason for you not to come back because people love you, so we're going to carbon freeze you, and if you choose not to come back, we'll just leave you carbon frozen. If you come back, we'll unfreeze you. <laughs> what? So he was just originally he was just going to be frozen the whole time? If he didn't want to come back, because Harrison Ford has never really – you can even see it in his interviews. You could tell, like, he's obviously he has to do this for the – it's part of his contract, but, like, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like Han Solo. <laughs> Uh, he didn't like, you know, he was not sure if he was going to come back, if this was his thing. And he can't, of course he's going to come back. I would come back. I don't, you know, you're Han Solo. Like, dude, I love you, but be grateful. Like, you're Han Solo. What? You're, you're an icon. Enjoy it. Like, Han I wish Solo I could be was Han much Solo. cooler than Luke. He was. <laughs> and he did more work, too. Notice, and like, I didn't get to be on Empire, but like, literally, like, Luke's just out there, you know, looking at meteors and be doing his thing on the on the tundra ice planet, and 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 Han's like, oh shit, Luke's not here. I better go get him. And they're like, you'll freeze. And he's like, all right, well, whatever. I'm, I'm the only one doing anything. <laughs> he is. Well, I like that we got a lot more Lando in this movie. Lando was he had a, he was the goddamn leader of army and everything, or Italian. He also they were really on the nose with putting Luke in black the entire movie. I yo, I was thinking like, why why was that? Like, I mean, I get to the foreshadowing of it, but why? That's what it was. It was just high. It was just on the nose. They were beating you, beating you over the head with it. Which I mean, I mean, I like. I actually enjoyed this movie. A lot of people don't like it. My favorite. It's my favorite movie. But I I enjoyed it. It was it was cool. I liked the scene. What's the planet? It with all the trees, Mike. Eat um, indoor. indoor, indoor, indoor. I like the scenes of indoor for nineteen eighty something. That wasn't bad. Um, Great. That wasn't bad. Special reminds effects. me of Kashyyyk and Yavin Four. The the most unique planet in the whole original trilogy is probably Bespin. Which one is that? Cloud City. Oh, oh okay. yeah, that one is cool. Yeah. Where was the planet where they had the party at, at the end? Ewok. I mean, Ewok. indoor. That yeah. was indoor too. Yeah. Oh. The Ewoks were there. Oh, yeah, the Ewoks were there. That's true. I like how they were just like, all right, Carrie Fisher, we're going to just sexualize you in this movie yeah, for the first, like, half. They put her in this ridiculous outfit. <laughs> just ridiculous. For no reason at all. Also, if Luke is, is such a badass Jedi, how come he was about to lose to that monster? He's not. That's my whole argument. Honestly... And I'm gonna get more hate for this from the 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 whiners of the Star Wars universe. The, the Luke did the most work in the Last Jedi when he was force projecting. Yeah, he was great in the Last Jedi. He was great in the Last Jedi. Maybe he had time to reflect on how awful he was. <laughs> All right, here's another thing that pissed me off though. The, this made me more mad at the prequels than than this these movies. There's no way that that dude Anakin Skywalker would end up doing what Vader did. That I said even, that, and that doesn't in even the pre- seem when we were like doing him. Prequel. That doesn't even seem like him. No, I'm talking about at I the end that. when he attacked the, the um, emperor. That didn't see, that dude that was talking to Luke. Nothing about Vader seems like Anakin. That's what I said. I said, remember in the prequels, I said Anakin has been a whiny, aggressive, 
in your face, uncomfortable guy the whole time, whiny, loud. Vader's a composed, quieter, like more I'm gonna kick your ass from the shadows type of guy. Why was he Very produced different. like that? I don't know. All right, Mike, you didn't get to talk about New Hope and Empire. Give us some thoughts on those two. I like Empire the best. Um, most people of the original trilogy, most people do. Uh, that was Charmaine's favorite movie. I mean, I can see why. It's the most exciting. You open up with the. It was funny. I was watching it with. Uh, I was home this weekend, and I was watching. I was watching it with my friend Phil, and he, we were watching it. and We were like, these movies. When we were watching A New Hope. These movies are all about uh, R2-D2 and C-3PO. <laughs> Not so much Luke and Leia and Han. Uh, C-3PO thought, uh, is the best character. He, they're, 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 the, they're both funny, but it's like the first half of the movie is all about them. And then I thought the first half of New, of New Hope is more boring than the rest of it, but then it picks up at the end, obviously. But it's kind of diminished by the underwhelming accomplishment that is destroying the Death Star. <laughs> oh, I don't think uh, it was underwhelming in New Hope. I thought it was underwhelming here. It's kind of underwhelming, but it's, I'm saying it's not their fault. Like that's like kind so, of a, Mike. You you read a lot of stuff about this. Why the hell did they do a Death Star again? That's what I want to in the Force Awakens. No, in this no one. this movie. That I don't know. I don't know why they they did. I mean, honestly. So okay, so back when the Death Star was first being approved or denied by the Emperor, it was between Director Krennic and Grand Admiral Thrawn in Rebels. They had to compete for... The Emperor had to choose one of the projects to fund. Uh, Krennic had the Death Star, and Thrawn designed these new TIE fighters that had shields and hyperdrives, which like were ridiculously overpowered. And like the Rebels were like, we need to stop this before... If these go into production, we're going to lose. Because like these TIE fighters... The TIE fighters that they used in the original trilogy and the other movies are like these... They're really easy to take down, but these ones had shield generators, they were faster, and they were... Like, they could go into hyperspace instead of having to be carried individually. So they were menacing contraptions. So uh, they went with the Death Star because the Rebels got involved and ended up, you know, messing with Thrawn's plan. But that was a pretty big plot point in Seasons 3 and 4 Rebels. So they well, picked I don't understand Krennic's it. Plan. The Empire, quote-unquote, won after Empire Strikes Back. What the fuck were they doing? Why? Like, they were like, you know, we we're going to do it again, build another Death Star. I, I always thought that they were repairing the first one. Didn't the first one get obliterated? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, there's nothing to the repair. Thing is, you know how long? You know how long they were building the Death Star for? From almost five years after three, and then it took them the twenty fifteen more years, and then they like I, I don't know how long the original trilogy spans. I'm sure that information is out there somewhere, but it's hard for me to believe that. I mean, it was only half finished. <laughs> They like wanted the cannon working. That 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 weapon was at this point in in the Star Wars. Like if you remember in Episode Three, Sidious had taken over and made everyone think he was the good guy. That slowly diminishes over the events of Rebels, A New Hope, Empire, and we get to Return of the Jedi. Most people in the galaxy despise this man, and there's only one way he's gonna. More people are joining the rebellion. There's only one way he's gonna be able to get them to align with him, and it's through fear. And what's scarier than having a giant cannon pointed at your whole planet? So, is, uh, Mike, fact. what do you, I mean, Devin, what do you think about the Ewoks? Again, I told you that I feel like the symbolization of uh, black people, they just, they're for your entertainment and shit. And they did little, little, I guess, amusing shit for the people at the time. Um, but like that cruiser chase, whatever that, that shit when the, the stormtroopers got there, 
that's like that's one of my favorite iconic scenes in the movie, uh, and I love that shit. Uh, but I feel like it's just Africa, the Congo. What like, what you think about the? I'm just I'm just shooting the stuff around to let y'all talk yeah. mostly. I did watch it. I just like hearing y'all talk. Um, Mike, what did you think about um, the reveal of Leia being Luke's sister? I like that. I mean, I don't know. That's one of those things. Like, I don't really have any. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> like, I, I don't. I was trying to think. Like, when I've been rewatching these, it's like, what did I think when I first saw this? Like, who told me that Darth Vader was Luke's father? Who told me that Luke was like, or did I just see it in the movie? I'm trying to think of my reaction, and it's like. That's nice. Like, you know, I mean, at this point, it's not so like I remember I remember my first thought was probably, oh, my God, you kissed your brother. <laughs> not that they knew, but no, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. It's like at this point, Han and Leia have already been like solidified as an item. So it's like, oh, OK, that makes sense now. It's like, cool. No hard feelings because that's your sister <laughs> and your best friend. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better or worse for you, but you just won the war and you're all good. So. Like, do you see their chemistry? Like, Carrie Russell and fucking Harrison Ford. Uh, Carrie Fisher, I'm sorry. You know they had an affair. Nah, that shit, that chemistry is real. Like, that shit was super real. Well, they had, it is real. Yeah. They were fucking. I mean, so in her, right before she died, she released a book. And I don't even think, I think I remember reading, huh, uh, Harrison Ford didn't know she was about to put that in the book. And she did it, and she was dead, and the book came out. And everyone knew now that, huh, I mean, the Harrison Ford and, Carrie Fisher slept together, and he—I think they asked him about it on, I think Fallon or Kimmel or something, and he was just like, "I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Like, it happened, and we had great chemistry, and you know." But even in like the last uh, Jedi, like that shit. Well, yeah, because once you have that history with someone, it's not easy to get rid of. I mean, which is—it's on screen if it can, like, you know, permeate the screen. That's real. That's—I like that. That shit was beautiful. No, they're great. I don't. I mean. They're all like they're good performers. Even Mark Hamill, like I say, Luke Skywalker is the worst Jedi, but his character's great. Like I don't mind. Like I'm giving him a hard time because I'm saying by comparison. But for the time that these movies were made and for what they were trying to accomplish, they accomplished I think everything that they needed to. And I think everyone did a great job from the the actors of uh, Chewbacca and C-3PO and R2D2 to Han, Luke, and Leia. Everyone did great. I mean, Ian McDermott is fantastic. He's the first time he appears in this movie. It's weird because he's the youngest in this movie and he looks the oldest. <laughs> so let's so. talk about the old. Let's talk about the um, most overrated character in Star Wars history, Boba Fett, who does nothing. And <laughs> the way he dies is crazy. I'm actually glad that he was in canon. He is now regarded as not a Mandalorian because he would be a disgrace to the Mandalorian culture. <laughs> He does nothing. Why was he? Why is he? I could never understand why he's so popular. His suit's not even cool. His face is it's cool. His suit's cool. It's not. He's cool. got a cool. It's the and helmet. He has a jack bag. He's got. You know, the helmet is like a Spartan helmet. It reminds people of like three hundred. Like those helmets, people like you know, or like Halo. He has a rocket pack, yo. He does. He follows Luke around, and then he talks shit to Luke about Luke and Empire, talking about I need to take him back, and then I mean about Hans. I need to take Hans back to the huts. And then he wrote, shows Fett, up here. And he does nothing. Boba Fett had an arc in the Clone Wars as a child who wanted to get revenge on Mace Windu for killing his dad. His dad yeah. And he like boarded a Republic cruiser and was like trying to assassinate Mace Windu as a child, like posing as a as like a clone cadet. <laughs> it's good shit. Mace Windu kicked his ass. <laughs> so, are we supposed to believe? 
that um, are we supposed to believe that there's no at this point Luke is the last Jedi based on this film in can in in the expanded universe there are others I don't know I don't read a lot of Luke comics because I'm just not super into Luke I don't know who's around I mean at the time right before right before this the a new hope there are Jedi in the universe I mean there's Kanan and well there's Ezra uh kinda no one really no one really knows where Ezra is right now Ahsoka's out there I mean she's she's Ahsoka Tano survives through the events of Return of the Jedi so she's out there and most there's actually a popular theory that um she like disappears from from the beginning, no one knows where she was between A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, but she was there both before and after. So some people theorize that they that they she trained Luke a little bit in lightsaber combat, just like Anakin trained her, which kind of like that's kind of cool. That's not confirmed though, but that would kind of explain her whereabouts. Like maybe she was living as a hermit. Uh, but as of the time of Return of the Jedi, Ezra Bridger and Ahsoka Tano are alive and out there somewhere in the galaxy, but no one knows where. All right, so I got a, I got a question about um, I forget what I was gonna say. Go ahead, Mike. I forgot. <laughs> also, Ron is still out there somewhere. Who? Who? Ron. Oh, um, but we haven't even been introduced to Thrawn in, in in you know in the cinematography. You know? Well, you, you watched the end of Rebels. You know why? So I mean, okay. I'm just saying, like, but we're not there yet. I have a question. So, no, we are there. It already happened at this I, yeah. time in the Star Wars universe. When they, when they, like when Obi Wan loses to Vader, do they just decide to be a Force ghost, or um, did they? Because Vader didn't even hit him with the lightsaber; he had already disappeared before he got hit. Luke kind of did the same thing, or he. They don't explain it well. They they only do one episode of the Clone Wars on this. Uh, and it's like Yoda learning how to do it from Qui-Gon Jinn. But it's kind of like a manifestation of all your light side power. Um, it's the soul. It's it's literally a light side soul and essence. Like, that's what it is. It has, like, it's, it's like a survival from someone who's died but still exists in some way. I mean. I mean, like, Yoda's the only person that got to die, just to die. Everybody else was killed. <laughs> So that's what I thought Yoda so, um, was like right there. If too. you look it up on like the Star Wars database, some had learned a technique allowing them to retain their own identities separate from the Force for time. These individuals could linger in the physical world in the form of Force spirits, non-physical entities that exhibited most traits and abilities they had in life. According to the knowledge contained in this holocron, that feat could only be achieved by subliminating one's organic cells into a state of pure energy. In its normal state, a force spirit could only interact with other non-corporeal entities. In order to be heard or seen by the living, the spirit had to manifest itself. There were different types of manifestation. On a basic level, a force ghost could appear as a floating, milky gray mass of energy that lacked distinctive features. But it could also manifest itself as the exact image of the dead being used during their lifetime. Only transparent and emitting a, blo- a, blo- a bluish glow. Hmm. They can't be harmed. Yeah, but were they, they killed do- or did they just decide to be a force ghost? They have to achieve that ability. And so, how did Vader learn that shit? Because nobody taught him. That was I, I said that earlier in this episode. Yeah, it's like, there's no way Anakin Skywalker would be able to do that because only the purest Jedi could do it. 
but Qui-Gon Jinn was the first of the recent Jedi who rediscovered the secret with the assistance of Shaman of the Wills. Qui-Gon's spirit guided Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi and revealed to them the secret of retaining one's individuality after becoming one with the Force. Yoda, during his exile, taught it to another Jedi Master. Oh, I don't know these people. It's supposed to be comics. Spirit Squid, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't say anything about how you do it. <laughs> All right, uh, anything else you got about this movie, Mike? Um, not really. I mean, I, I okay. like... We see the Force Order when uh, when uh, Palpatine fucking uh, comes to talk to Vader about. So like, they never really talked about the First Order in any of these movies. The First Order didn't come to way later. After this, they get the New Republic. And but I'm just saying, there you see them. That's what I'm saying. Where do you see them? They're they're there. That's the red um, the red stormtrooper things, right? Those are Sith troopers, not First Order. Oh, thank you. Sorry about that. Uh, also, if you want my honest opinion, uh, kind of a prediction for episode nine, like Palpatine's motives, my boy Sheev, you know, Sheev Palpatine, that's his first name, of course, Sheev. Uh, my prediction is that he was defeated and survived, of course, as we know now, but the galaxy at this point has regarded him as a, a criminal and there's no way he's going to be able to himself achieve power, so he created these puppets like Snoke to influence the minds of powerful force sensitives and try and turn them back to the dark side so he can slowly and from the shadows reachieve his position of power. That's why in this new clip, it's so good. That's kind of what it, like, I really want to tell you guys what happens in the clip. It's so good. So, okay, so, Mike, do you know, are they, are you think they're going to explain how the First Order came about? I hope so. I mean, Mandalorian takes place during this time, and there's no first first order around. No, it's the Not New yet. Republic. Yeah. So I mean, so the New Republic, good guys. Yeah, like, they were good guys in charge. That's Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar. They're all the New Republic leaders. Okay. Uh, who? Mon Mothma is like Mike. The... Did you watch the most recent episode of The Mandalorian? Yeah. Wasn't that great? It was so good. I'm, the Mandalorian's great. Hold on. Are you sure you watched the most recent one? Yeah, they were on like a ship. Uh, there was like a it was like a heist mission. Yeah. Okay. You watched it. Mind yeah. me, of Rick and Morty most recent ep- one of their most recent episodes on heist spinoffs. Hold on. Secret Star Wars live action show may hit Disney Plus in 2020. Did you see that? better be Ahsoka and Ezra Bridger. Well, you know, Obi-Wan is supposed to set filming next year, so that's not going to be it. But they're doing that with, um, what's his face? As Obi-Wan. He's coming back as Obi-Wan. Edwin McGregor. Edwin McGregor. And so, but they're talking about that there might be a secret show that they've already filmed, that's filming right now. Uh, Dr. Aphra. Didn't you say you liked her? We read that, didn't we? Yeah, she was in the Vader book. Yeah. You liked her. You said you started reading her book. I'd I'd rather have Ahsoka and Ezra, but I'll take what I can get. Well, you need to stop turning into a toxic fan, Mike, and get and like what they give you. I just want that story to be finished so bad. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with all these fandoms, right? No one's ever going to be happy. 
You know people. No, I love Star Wars. I mean, I'm not going to be unhappy. I'm just saying. If I had my way, that would be it. But I'm not going to be, I'm not going to throw a tantrum if I don't get what I want. No, no, no. I'm saying, you know people are going to be really angry about. Dr. Afra? No, about this film. This This one? Oh, yeah. Nobody likes Ray. Like, I already know. They're going to be mad that she's the one that takes down the Emperor or Kylo. Uh, They might not be as mad if Kylo. I just hope they don't tie her to the Skywalkers. That's all I hope. Uh, if she's, I'd rather her be nobody. But if she's gonna be anybody, I hope it's Sidious's granddaughter. I heard a bunch of rumors about that, like theories about that, and I was so like, how I don't would, want that. Who would have sex with Darth Sidious? <laughs> I, you know, you don't want to know how I think he would do it. I mean, like, is he don't take that? You know, he's, he's just gonna take it. He's the, he's the emperor. Of the... You know, he got, he got he got away with words. Like he literally made Padme just. He he made Padme take power, and he. Fucking manipulated shit out of Padme the whole time. So I mean, he got away with words. Uh, they have prostitutes too, and they're always dis- they're always depicted as um, Rylothians, <laughs> the, the people of Ryloth with the, oh, the tentacle things on their head, like uh, Hera, Devon. What? And, no, that's uh, not what they're called. Their their planet is called Ryloth. I know, but they have a different name for their race. They're called um, t- some of the T. Let me look it up. They're called um, Talor, not Talor. They call them with a T. Twilek. Huh? It's spelled really weird. It's Twilek. Yeah, Twilek. Yeah. I told you. See, I be knowing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I be knowing. Well, they're always depicted as the Twilek. They they always sexualize the Twilek too. That's why. That's why I say that. They're harems. They're the ham girls. They're always depicted as the... I mean, even in, like, The Mandalorian, I was like, why are you always depicting my people from Ryloth as, like, terrible people? <laughs> but, the, yeah, in The Mandalorian, that one, they were terrible, this episode. I love that show. We've been all over the place this episode, but I just wanted to hear you guys talk about it. I watched this movie. Well, this one I, makes sense, because, like, The Return of the Jedi is, like, the end of one saga, and now we're about to transition into another one, so... Well, here's the thing. These movies are fun, but I don't know. I I enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought I just thought James Earl Jones' voice was just great in this movie for some reason, yeah, even yeah. better than all the other ones. My favorite character, my two favorite. Okay, I said this in the last episode. Both of you guys weren't here, so I'll get to ask you two. Who was your favorite character in the original trilogy? I mean, in the prequels, and then who was your favorite character in the original trilogy? And then after we do the next two, next three, after we do after we see Rise of Skywalker, I'll ask you that in that one. Uh, it's got to it's got to be R two, uh, in the new in the newer ones, uh, new trilogy. And then, I mean, it's Han because like as a kid growing up, you just like this attitude, this swag is like that's what you want to be. So uh, yeah, Han for the old uh, trilogy, and then. C-3PO, I mean, not C-3PO, but R2 for the new. For me, it's 100% Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ellen McGregor, and the prequels. By far, the best part of the prequels is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm going to go with Darth Vader for the... Are we talking heroes or just in general? He's your character in general, yeah. Darth Vader, I mean, James Earl Jones has one of the most iconic performances in cinema in in these movies. Says some of the most iconic lines in history. Like, and he's cool, and they literally build a whole like 
thing around a whole character around a few things that he did in a few, in a couple movies. So he's yeah. just great. I mean, he makes like if you put a different villain, like okay, I'll, I'll tell you one thing for sure. There is a <laughs> so they didn't know if they were going to be able to get James Earl Jones so or anyone to voice him. So the guy in the suit, it's like David something. He speaks. As if he, like, they were like, when you act the lines, say the lines as if you're going to be in the movie, just in case. And if you watch that footage, it is the funniest thing you'll ever hear. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's not his fault, but it is so funny watching him talk without James Earl Jones's voice in there. Honestly, wow. let me let me find it and play it on the show because that's something that they'll be able to hear that you don't need to see because it's not like you can see his face anyway. If you guys don't mind, it is no. hilarious. No, that is a. Uh, I'll share my screen. Hold on, uh, Dark. It's triggering, Vader. actually. Ow. Like Mike, I didn't we're know. not going to be able to hear it though. Yeah, you will. No, we're not. Before voiceover, yeah, you can. I can share my audio. What? <laughs> my, my two favorite characters are Yoda and both. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you won. And yeah, then you're right. And then second is C three PO. Because he's a dick. Just like old man Wade said. That was his favorite. He is a dick. He is just the... He was taught... The funniest part of this film was when they said, uh, they think you're some type of God. Why don't you pretend to be a God? And he goes, it's against my programming to pretend to be a deity. I died. That shit was... I don't know why it was so funny to me. Can you hear this? Let me know. Finding the right yeah. voice for yeah. was another Listen. challenge. Lucas had Lucas never intended to use the onset vocal. What? What? Listen. Start tearing this shit apart. Please, my people, can you kind those tapes? Find the passengers of this vessel. I want them alive. I can see you here. Oh, no. That would have been so bad. That's my clip. You are part of the rebel alliance and a Oh my god. Oh my god. If that would have happened, Star Wars would have been trash. It would have never yeah. been Star Wars. My whole point is 100% the best part of the original trilogy is Darth Vader. James Earl Jones, it's like, some people think it's like, oh, he just went in there and, and just talked. But like, nah. Because that guy went in there and talked and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> you are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. Please oh out. my god, that's so horrible. That is and so you know James Earl Jones' voice doesn't really have much editing on it. It's just his voice. He just sound. He can make himself sound like that. Oh, I, did you already say this? But I did have one more question before we do the scores. Why didn't Darth Vader just? He didn't have no backup mask. He has a uh, like a repair room. So yeah. Why did he just die? I mean, I mean, it's not right there. He got to go to it. It's on Mustafar in his little castle. So he don't have no backup mask on the Death Star in case something happens? I don't know. I mean. <laughs> like, that was so ridiculous to me. Like, you are... I mean, the, the Death Star was going to blow up anyway, so... Luke got nah. out of there? Yeah, he was like, let me take you with him. And Vader was like, nah, I'm going to stay here. And, and Han was like, I know Luke got out of there. I'm like, really? You knew? You just knew he got out of there? Before y'all destroyed that shit? Also, Luke is like... He knows that Darth Vader can sense him and that he knows his son. And he's still rolling with them. And then he go, he has the nerve to say, I think I might be a hindrance to the mission. No fucking shit, Luke. 
<laughs> Y'all trying to be sneaky, and you know the dude can. can you're, sense also, you're telling me that Darth Vader could sense that Luke was his son, but did not Leia when he yes, was said there in the last probe episode. Droid. Yes, in like a really rapey way, he was like about to go in there with this probe droid. And I'm like, that's your daughter, bro. It's inappropriate. I I mean, and he was like, but like, okay, so basically saying that Obi Wan hit that from him made his force not the 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 force not able to sense Leia. Leia. Like that's kinda crazy though. At least Leia had a different name, Organa, but like Luke and by the way, by the way. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. Didn't they say Leia saw her mom? In this film. Because Luke said, what do you know about your real mother? And she says, I only just remember some images. I only saw her for a little period of time. I think I think she meant in pictures. Uh, they didn't know what they were going to do when this happened. But my thing is, your dad is Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. You're telling me that you're going to give him to Uncle Owen and be like, all right, here's Luke Skywalker. Don't change his name. He's still going to be Luke Skywalker. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Why, no one will ever figure it why out. Why don't they... Okay, there's another thing. Does nobody know Vader is Anakin Skywalker? I feel like everyone should know Vader uh, is Anakin no, Skywalker. No, no, only Palpatine. No, no, they don't know. A lot of people don't know. Even Ahsoka didn't know the first time. She had to sense it after all, after a few interactions with him. Most people assumed Anakin Skywalker died in Order sixty six, including Captain Rex and you know most people. Oh, most people didn't know. Okay. If you think about it, he went in there and murdered everybody who saw him. People who didn't see him were Yoda and. Uh, so why did Obi Wan tell people that? Yeah, his goes by Vader now. He's still alive. That's just that. Yeah, that's just not what they do. Because even when Ahsoka knows, she still doesn't say anything. That's like she just thinks I mean, like somebody knew. I'm like my master was is now Darth Vader. Right. She's like it's somebody I, I knew or somebody I, I sense somebody somebody familiar. Like she always says like really vague terms, but she knows it's him. I don't. So get yeah, that. their their fight is the best part of is one of the best scenes in Star Wars history. I swear to God, it's so good. But um. Yeah, that yeah, go to source. She's like, he goes, Devin will. I don't know, Devin. This is so good. I think you could back me up. They're literally like, she's trying to get Ezra and Kanan to escape, and so like the door shuts, and it's just them two. And uh, she was, like, oh, she shoots the shit like, yeah, like, hey, what like I'm not gonna leave you again, like, you know, whatever, whatever. And he's, <laughs> what does he say? Shit. The the setup for this is important because what she says is so. Uh, she's a great Jedi, by the way. Now it's never even acknowledged in Rebels that she's a great Jedi, but she's a great Jedi which is different. Uh, she's like a Jedi who kind of abides by the same morals and principles, but not the same politics that the Jedi Council did. And she's got two white lightsabers. Um, and he basically, they're talking about Anakin Skywalker, and he's like, Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. And then she goes, I'm going to avenge his death. And he goes, revenge is not the Jedi way. And she just goes, I'm, not, I'm no Jedi. And she pulls out her white lightsabers and runs at him. And I'm like, that is so dirty. Because she lost her lightsabers, right? What happened to her, her no, lightsabers? so she was, okay, so in the comics, they don't show this. Those lightsabers, she had a yellow and a green one in the Clone Wars. Two of them, but she lost both of them uh, on the Siege of Mandalore. She was hunted down by an Inquisitor who she beat in combat and took both of his or her red lightsabers 
and purified them into white. Wow. She purified the Kyber and made them white. Those are those are two Inquisitor blades. Oh. But that's like that, that's like chills when you see that for the first time and she's like, I'm no Jedi, and she just runs it in. Brandon, I've been trying to get him to watch it. He's just so slow with the process. There's too many other stuff. I've watched some of it. It's a lot, yeah. I'm not going to finish watching it before I watch uh, Expanse. Expanse, yeah. If I could give up The Mandalorian or Rebels, I'd give up The Mandalorian. You're drunk. No, you're tripping, yeah. Oh, the man! The rebels is so good. No, but see, like the thing about the Mandalorian, you still gotta wait every week, and then the shit about rebels, you can do the shit you, the days you're not watching fucking. Well, you used. To, I mean, not when it was first coming out. Hold on, what? What? I mean, it wasn't always like you could binge it. Yeah, oh, but we're, we're talking about now, Mike. What you? I was like, you made me really think. Like, they're they're fucking. Right, ask home. me. Ask me again after the Mandalorian finishes. Okay. Well. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like yeah. I mean like no. The, I mean the Mandalorian is really good. I mean, but I I mean I enjoyed Rebels longer. I mean the man, I don't think the Mandalorian is gonna go that long. No, it's just good storytelling. It is. Good. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Devin, out of ten, what do you give Return of the Jedi? Uh, because I like it that much, and I always I watched it to the end. I I really fall asleep on all these other Star Wars movies, other than the the new uh, trilogy. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven. I just enjoy it. I love, I love uh, getting Billy D in there. I mean, uh, Lando. Um, I love Han in this joint. I like the chemistry with him, Leia. Like, I like, like seeing Luke Skywalker is a like a beacon of light. Like, and you can see it. Like, and he literally like, okay, I got family ties to go to the, the dark side, but like, no, I'm still gonna fight it. And you know, join like be one with the Force. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, you get Yoda and his death speech, <laughs> and that shit is everything. Like an old person is like, "Oh, tuck me in before I before I die, <laughs> and I'll tell you everything you need to know." <laughs> like, like that's just, it's just fucking great. And like anytime you get Yoda, also um, he was gonna be a force ghost. Why did he have to get in bed? Can't he just do it? His time was over, man. He's just tired. He was just tired. He's tired. Mike, what about you? Uh, I think I give it like a six. Six and a half. It's enjoyable. Like I like it. I think Empire is better. I would have given Empire a seven, and I would have given A New Hope probably a six and a half as well. Um, so I think I think Empire is the best of the original trilogy. But it's a fun movie to watch. Um, get your Emperor. You get your Sheev. Your daily dose of Sheev. You were. I love his name. Sheev Palpatine. Mike, your first child's name is going to be Sheev. I'm going to name him Sheev. Or her. She'll suffer. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, this is a seven for me. It was fun, but I'm a, I'm good on the original trilogy. I don't know how people... I just... I really cannot fathom how people can watch I really wanna... these three movies. And then watch yeah. Rogue One and The Force Awakens and Last Jedi... And come out of their mouth to say that those movies are trash. I just, I just cannot fathom it. It just, <laughs> my mind does not work in the way that. And I love like one of my favorite people, Charmaine, hates the new movie. She loves Empire, and I, I love her. And I, she was on the last episode, and I just can't, I cannot wrap my mind around that when I watch these movies. I don't know how she doesn't like it at all. I don't. Well, get it. I get it because she's not ridiculous. She doesn't. She's not like the other people. 
But I watch these movies and I'm just like, this doesn't make any sense. 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 This is. I'm not even talking about like like special effects wise because I I get that right. Like it's okay. Like it is what it is. I'm not even judging. That's not their fault. That's my thing. Yeah, but I look at it and I go, this doesn't make sense. This why did they do this? This doesn't make sense. And it's because George Lucas doesn't care about. Um, the details, which I'm glad he made. I'm glad he brought this to us, but that's not his strong suit. Like, and it was poorly directed. Like that last scene, you sh- you didn't need to keep putting the camera on fucking Vader. Like every time you put the camera on Vader, you gave away what was about to happen. There's there's a thing called foreshadowing, <laughs> and then there's a thing called telling you exactly what's going to happen. And right. that told you exactly what was going to happen watching that scene. And so, you know, there's, there's some technical aspects of that. And here's the thing. This is 1983. There were good movies in, in 1983. So technically, in directing and cinematography-wise, you could have done better. And they didn't. And that's fine. And, but you know what's funny? The, the original series is way better than the prequels in everything. And that came 20 years later. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, like, we gave the prequels threes and fours. <laughs> Devin, um, what time... Uh, you work tomorrow and Wednesday? Yes. Alright, so it looks like, Mike, you need, are you going to watch Force Awakens with Big Mike tomorrow? Yeah, Force Awakens is like my least favorite Star Wars movie. So, we'll watch, I'll watch Force Awakens tomorrow too, and we'll probably do that tomorrow night. Devin will be in the plane, I'm sure. If yep. Maybe he'll be back for, la- he'll be able to do The Last Jedi before we do Rise of Skywalker. So we'll get both of these out. Oh, I got to email Heather. You can email Heather, yes. So we'll do both right. of these before. Well, we... I'm at work when I wake up tomorrow. Okay. We can do I'd both. Like... We'll get both of those out this week before Rise of the Skywalker comes out. So uh, thanks for tuning in to our Star Wars Rewind. Um, uh, Empire Strikes Back and uh, A New Hope will be out with the regular show on. Tuesday, I will put out this review of Return of the Jedi on Wednesday, and then on Thursday I will put out both of New Hope. I mean, um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi the day the movie comes out. So make sure you check all those things out. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>